This is Kevin Owens. You are listening to Wrestling the Rap Game. And uh, I don't endorse anything that's said on this podcast. But <laughs> we'll in. Yo, yo, yo. This is the Wrestling the Rap Game podcast, episode number four. Oh, um, is your boy DJ Dynasty, aka Pun, whichever you know me by. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, your boy Young Vino here, uh, Chris D, whichever you know me by, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And um, yeah, man, we got our very first guest. Oh um, man, we had a, we had a, like I said, we had before we started, we had, I had a, we had to go to the to home base first. Um, yeah. And you know, there is no wrestling the rap game without this guy for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely for sure. Uh, like I said, very first guest. Yeah, I don't even know how much this guy inspired me as a kid. Um, you know what I mean? He was the truth. We got. <laughs> Highlight Music Group's number one radio show from Highlight Music Group's number one radio show, the warm up, the warm up show. <laughs> oh, we got Jay Smooth. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, man? How's everybody doing tonight? Yo, we good, man. We good. How, how are things with you, man? Nah, everything's good, man. Uh, thank God. You know what I mean? No COVID. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, sir. Just and and just working. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, all. Gotta- Got to feel blessed for that, man. Nah, definitely, man. Hundred percent. So that's, that's all that matters. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, um, I'm hyped for this one. I'm I'm super hyped for this one, man. Because uh, I'm, I'm with it, it man. <laughs> I you know already know, so man. You already know. Yes, sir. We were speaking about it a couple of days ago, so I, I already know what you guys want to talk about. So I, <laughs> I'm I'm all excited, man. I I was I was looking at the notes. You know what I'm saying? We we can talk about that though. Bet, bet. Um, so, you know, obviously wrestling the rap game, you know, we're going to, we usually start with wrestling. All so, right. Uh, you know, let's get into it. Oh, you know, the wrestling tip. So let's, uh, obviously we grew up in the Attitude Era, you know, mm-hmm. arguably the greatest era in wrestling, arguably, you know, preference, depending on preference. Yeah. Some people got their preference. Yeah. You, know, you got the Hulk Hogan guys and then. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, Cause I don't, I don't. Nobody knows really my age, right? So, <laughs> so I've been watching wrestling since like 1990. So that was a little bit. That was right before the the yeah. attitude. So that's that's why I was like, let me just stop it real quick before you know, just yeah, to get yeah. some insight to it, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh. So oh, you know, let me let me let me let me rephrase it. Uh, <laughs> I grew up with him <laughs> around the attitude era. <laughs> so yeah, man. Um, you know, as a kid, um, you know, as a kid, we used to be in my grandfather's room. As I was telling in the episode one, we was in my grandpa's room with all our wrestling toys, watching all the stolen pay per views from the. <laughs> <laughs> we had we had all the pay per views. We had all the wrestling toys. We had. Uh... What else? Anything wrestling that that was in the household, man. So, shout out to our parents. Shout out to the whole family. Just uh, letting us be a part of history. You know what I mean? So that was what's sure. Up. Shout out to whoever uh uh cable uh pay per view. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate them too. <laughs> yeah, we we appreciate you for all the free pay per views and all the free rolls <laughs> and smackdowns and. <laughs> And um, yeah, man. Now, so as a kid, um, the attitude era. You know, we was uh, wrestling around grandma's house. Uh, that, that was that's a given. If you if you didn't wrestle in the house, man, that was yeah. You, you, you wasn't li- you wasn't living right. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Howie for the power driver you took. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> man. Listen, when I say we we really thought we was wrestlers, like. We yeah. was going at it to the point where we had to like look at each other like, nah, that's not going down tonight. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, you know when somebody's gonna win this one, you couldn't tell who's gonna win that fight. So it was you, all you good. They don't even know how many uh they don't even know how many um the rock versus stone cold matches they yeah. got had. Listen, to the point where there was there was matches that lasted the whole night. <laughs> you know what I mean? We wasn't we wasn't stopping. <laughs> Any of y'all ever get hurt doing it? Please don't try this at home. Um, 
hurt, like injured, like go to the hospital <laughs> hurt, or it was hurt some, period. period. Was, oh, now I mean there was some bumps, some bruises. Um, you know, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that was that was really <laughs> yeah. About it. yeah. That pile driver. My, my 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 younger brother, he 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 got a a, a scar on his, on his right, I think on his right eyebrow. Mm. Um, I think I had DDT'd him on, <laughs> on the bed on the on the bed or whatever. And then you know he caught he caught the the corner of the bed, but oh. um, he was good though. He was good. He's 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 a tough kid. So yeah, you know? that because that sounds like it hurts on the corner of that bed, man. Yeah, he had to be tough. He was stone cold. Yeah, <laughs> he was really bleeding too. He was Jeez. bleeding like Bret Hart in, the, in versus Bret Hart. <laughs> but yeah, man. Also about the Attitude Era, I already know the answer, but you know, for the people, who's your guy in the Attitude Era? Um, to be honest, it it, it kind of like switches up. So like for a time, you know, it was it was Shawn Michaels, um, then it was The Rock, then then you had that moment where it was, you know, Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Um, that that era was just different because they all had their their moment, you know what I'm saying? And and they they shared their moment with each other. Um that was that was kind of dope to see as well because you know as as much as you see the rock versus stone cold but then there was like the rock versus triple h or whatever yeah. like he he always had his time and then triple h had his time everybody had their time um and that was kind of dope to see like when i first started watching wrestling it, it kind of wasn't really like that you know what i'm saying it was always like hulk hogan hulk hogan, hulk hogan had his time and then after he was kind of like a little washed, so he wasn't really into it like that, maybe injuries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Then you had like Macho Man, and then you had like, you know, later on Ultimate you got Warrior. Hart, Ultimate Warrior, you know what I'm saying? Just different characters or different guys um, that had their time, but it was like they didn't share the, there wasn't a lot of shared moments. Maybe like Hogan and, 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 and who was it? Hogan and um, Macho Man for for a little while. They they shared a lot of together and stuff like that. Rivalry matches and stuff. After that, it wasn't you didn't really get that much. So true. Um, I had a question for you. In your What's opinion, that? what was the biggest and best faction of the Attitude Era? Um, and this is me not being biased. Of course, I would probably say. Just overall, um, Vince McMahon, he changed the game. You know what I'm saying? Um, He changed the game because it was, for a while, it was traditional wrestling, and then he turned it into, like, more entertaining and more, you know, and I think this is an argument I had with my cousin, like, not too long ago, too. (laughs) Um, But because of the Canadian screw job, that changed into the attitude era like Vince McMahon's attitude changed remember he was the announcer for a little while and yeah but at time he was the owner but he didn't show that he was the owner you know what I'm saying like the the crowd or the the fans didn't know like Vince was the owner at that time so I think around that time is where you can tell like all right this is going to be something different you know Mm -hmm. what I mean True. Um, I think he was. I think he met. Uh, what's your favorite? What was? What was the? What do you think is the best? Who's the best group in the Attitude Era? Oh, best group. Yeah. I. I man, I. I took that whole thing left. Then. Um, <laughs> you good? You good? You good? Hey, we um, trying to get your insight. Yeah. 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 Um, best group. I'd probably go with. Um, I'd probably go with DX. Um, that was one of my favorite groups. Um, you couldn't tell me. We couldn't tell nobody sucking in class. Like we was out here, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, it, and it was just like to see Shawn Michaels be bad, but then he was actually like cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, obviously Triple H's character, he was, you know, it was Hunter Hearst Helmsley, but then he turned into like the like Triple H, and he was just like on a tear. He was just killing it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll go with them. Okay, I, I can I can agree, man. Um, DX has had a huge influence on generations of P 
people and wrestlers now? Because you see a lot of these wrestlers are kind of ripoffs of uh, DX, or they try to be. And, yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't. It, it doesn't work. Um, it doesn't work now because the wrestlers are a lot different. Yeah, you know, what I'm like you got some some that you think like, all right, cool. This this person's stocky. He ain't doing no high flying. Uh, they they really doing some high flying moves, and the mm-hmm. characters are just different. So you're not gonna see the bad boy group like that anymore. Sometimes almost every wrestler is the bad guy now or vice versa. It it, it has its turn. You know what I'm saying? I, I feel like create the, the creativity lost itself in, in somewhere down the line because you started losing like the authentic authenticity from like the rock stone cold. You don't got those characters like that no more. So true speech. Yeah, um, I remember, I just remember as a kid too, man, uh, for some reason, not really for some reason, but, uh, we used to like the nation of domination too. Oh, come on. everybody liked the nation. Well, oh, I didn't say I mean, everybody. Hey, but. <laughs> you, you had to go. You had to go with the the dark side sometimes. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. We uh, we knew what was up. Yeah, yeah but it, like I said, every every um group or everything like had their moment. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was cool to see after that situation that Farouk. Dang went with like Farouk and ba- and Bradshaw, you know what I'm saying? And he had his thing. And then the Godfather, you know what I'm saying? And um, I mean, I don't really know what happened to D Lo Brown, but that that's a, you know, that's a difference. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but but <laughs> hurt, right. So, but then the rock was able to be who he is now, you know what I'm saying? And he he became his own man and 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 he took off and he doesn't have to wrestle a day in his life, but they'll still remember him as The Rock. That's his name forever. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. That's what's up, though. He gets credit as The Rock, <laughs> not even Dwayne Johnson. It's like Dwayne yeah. or The Rock Johnson or just The Rock. What? So it, it, it was, it's, it's dope just to see the evolution of wrestling. You know Word. Yeah, so um, I know I would say maybe like maybe. 2003 or maybe 2003 is where you kind of like faded out with the wrestling uh, uh what, what um what was the factor in you like wrestling or you growing out of wrestling um i mean i always had an idea that it was fake but then i just started seeing too many things that didn't look <laughs> official to me like it just wasn't working for me in in a sense. And I was getting older. I was going to, I was getting into like early, like later stages of junior high going into high school. Like that's not what the kids was like. Yeah. Teenagers was watching like that. I mean, you still had a group of like my classmates that, yo, you watched it last night. And it was like, eh, but I think at that time too, I was, I was working. (laughs) I was working, you know what I'm saying? So like, I didn't really care for um, wrestling after that. Yeah. I mean, at a point, it wasn't cool to watch wrestling anymore. And that, like, that stuck in a lot of people's minds when it got all childish and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Um, exactly. But, hey, my opinion, 2003 was uh, like that. Uh, Ruthless Aggression era was still pretty good. I mean, I think. Yeah, it was it was probably around that time, but I think um, what happened was some of the wrestlers that I wanted to see wasn't really wrestling like that. Like it wasn't consistently there. Like The Rock was doing movies. Uh, yeah, Cole was in and out with injuries, and then sometimes he was in a movie or some sort. And then some of the wrestlers that I didn't mind watching, they became like the bosses of wrestling. So like Triple H, like he. Mm-hmm. You know, he got himself to a point where he didn't really wrestle as much. He was conducting the whole thing. And and it's cool. Like, you know, they can do their thing. But, you know, that's something that I grew up watching. I didn't want that to leave. And after that, like, I just lost the the love of watching wrestling type thing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't care for uh, what was it? Ray Mysterio Jr. versus Kamala or something like that. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I watched. Ray Mysterio be Big Show. I, I yeah. think he's able to beat Kamala. Like, come on, man. Yeah. 
I think uh, that ruthless aggression error, I feel like that's where a lot of the like technical wrestlers kind of like flourish. Like they finally came up because a lot of those, like the, it became less about characters and more about what you were able to do in the ring. So mm-hmm. like around that time, like 03 to like, I would say like 06, 07, it became like, you know, the guys like Eddie Guerrero came up finally, you know, after he was like the Intercontinental Championship guy. He be, When he leveled up to the WWE Championship, then like guys like Chris Benoit, he went from Intercontinental Champion to World Champion. Kurt Angle got, you know what I mean? His He was a top, like a, he stayed as being the top guy after that point too. So I feel like it just became more about what you were able to do in the ring. And obviously we had guys that had characters mm-hmm. who had better characters than they were in the ring, like John Cena. But, you know, then you have freak of natures like Brock Lesnar, too, at that time, too. So it's like, yeah, like, I, I mean, some of those like wrestlers, like like a Brock Lesnar, Batista, I felt like they was they was good wrestlers, but they weren't like to me, they weren't like main attraction wrestlers. Like, OK, then somebody like they had to fight like somebody like The Rock or or Triple H or somebody for me to want to watch that fight. If it was just them being the 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 bigger star of the of the two wrestlers, I I didn't really care for it. I understand. I mean, uh, some of those guys needed other like stars to carry them through the mm-hmm. matches and stuff like that. So uh, I understand definitely where you're coming from. Yeah, somebody like Randy Orton, like in the beginning, he was like, "Yeah, like who the hell cares about this dude?" But then he turned himself into a a big wrestler, like. He wasn't he like the legend killer or something like that? Like, legend killer. What? What? Like that. Like he, created, he created his own, or he let the fans create who who he's going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like some of the other wrestlers, it's just like, oh, I'm Brock Lesnar. Like I'm coming in, I'm gonna do my move on you, and that's it. There was no real wrestling behind him, basically. Facts. Yeah, yeah no, it's true. Like uh it's if you uh the uh I'm call I'm not calling it what it is now. Uh, if you don't know this, I'm not calling it the new name. But um, even that new documentary on the uh the WWE Network because that's what I'm still calling. Um, they had um, uh, untold about Mick Foley and like an Edge, and um, in this in the documentary, he was talking about how they weren't taking Randy Orton serious until the, he had a, the street fight with Mick Foley and him having that street fight with Mick Foley took him to another level because now he's just not the legend killer and he's not like, you know what I mean? They saw him at, they looked at him as soft and then he had that street fight with Mick Foley and that, that's what his career, you know what I mean? Went to the next level and within four months he was the champion. Yeah. But, but any, any wrestler that puts his life on the line, like literally his life on the line, he cre- he he makes the other wrestler look ten times better yeah. because he he's allowing that person to to demolish him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And um, shot like think about it with the Hell in a Cell. He was really the one that created that kind of a match, and Undertaker really probably got more praise because he was the one that threw him off of the hell of the you know what I'm saying so yeah. um same thing like how many times did mankind fight like the rock or somebody like that rock all yeah. of a sudden builds yeah. up you know what I'm saying and so Triple H said was saying the same thing about when he wrestled him at the Royal Rumble in 2000 yeah. they weren't taking Triple H serious as a champion not until he had that street fight at Royal Rumble and then the Hell in Cell the month after against Mick Foley. He, he yeah. said those two matches took him, like, now, like, they took him serious as the champion. But those those kind of fights is what, what WWE needed. And if you think about it, they weren't, they weren't having those kind of matches way back when. It's really until, like, some of the wrestlers from ECW came over and then you start seeing like hardcore matches and they and you got to look at it as a business well the fans are really loving this kind of a match and we don't really do it often let's try to include that into our package and it just made 
WWE way stronger, but I feel like it took away from the actual tradition of wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, what we grew up kind of watching, basically. Yeah. Um, speaking of that, how, how are you feeling? Well, I don't know if you're still watching it now, but nowadays in WWE, they got match type specific pay-per-views. Like there's a whole pay-per-view for Hell in a Cell. They'll do like three Hell in a Cell matches or something like that. There's um, TLC. TLC, whereas all table batters and chairs matches. How do you feel about them doing specific like match type pay-per-views? Well, I think me personally, I don't like it because I feel like you watered it down. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't want to see all I needed to see was that one Hell in a Cell match. Like this one shouldn't be better than the next one on the same night. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't want to have to uh, oh, get excited for one Hell in a Cell match and then get excited try to get excited for the next one. You know what I'm saying? Like especially if it's right after the other one. Like yeah, I think that's kind of like corny in a sense. Um and I and to be honest with you, I think that was part of the marketing. Like they they seen it run and then they ran it to the ground. To me, a lot of new viewers or new like um, fans, they might like that because they didn't grow up watching the original. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they probably watching this and they're thinking like, "Whoa, this is one of the best things I've ever seen in my life." And if you haven't seen it from the very beginning, you won't ever understand why somebody like myself is like, nah, I'm, I'm good with it. Uh, I agree with you. I mean, I remember one of the things I would get excited about on WrestleMania specifically was the Money in the Bank ladder match. Mm. But now they don't even have that match on WrestleMania. There's a pay-per-view for it. Mm. And then you had New Year's Revolution where you'd have the Elimination Chamber matches. So you have like two Elimination Chamber matches all the other matches are regular like you know you get those once a year and it's just like one match so you look forward to that specific match and see what story they're going to tell in that one match but now you've got a bunch of watered down half-assed matches in one pay-per-view you know kind of yeah. in the stipulation so yeah. i agree with you on that front i mean i i, I think about it like this like Cause you said something about the the money in the bank match, right? Mm -hmm. And you like it has its own pay per view. Mm -hmm. Me personally, like, remember WrestleMania is only once a year. You know uh -huh. what I'm saying? And from what I can remember, I remember like an Iron Man match, and then I remember like a, a it wasn't as big as the main event of being the Iron Man match, but there was way like just as big kind of matches before that match you know what i'm saying like that yeah. whole night was a big event you know what i'm saying yeah i don't think they they have the star power to to do that so they have to kind of like put these kind of matches all in one and that's what sucks about it because like that that match glorified that whole night you know what i'm saying like yeah as a wrestlemania and all this stuff like even the like you 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 say like money in the bank right now like i'm thinking of in your house i'm thinking of uh what's, it, what's the other one king was it king, king of the, of the ring. ring yeah like stuff like that you know what i'm saying like mat, like yeah. pay-per-views but in that form or whatever yeah it was built to see but it's, it's I think just that's why they, i think i think that's why they did those like those match type pay-per-views because it worked with the king of the ring it worked with like the royal rumble so they were like, oh, well, it worked with these, so let's do this. You know what I mean? And yeah, it's like, but then, that, like like I said, when you run it to the ground, you're only going to get the same, either the same quality that you put in is just going to, like, die, like phase out, or you might find a gem in it. And I think that's what they was trying to do. But like I said, if you don't have the star power to, to complete a whole night of that, like, it's yeah. just not going to. This is not going to work. And the, I, I was going to say the Royal Rumble and King of the Ring is just something different. Like the Royal Rumble match, I think if they put it right, they can just do that match as a pay-per-view, like just the match itself. And, mm -hmm. you know, that that long would, enough. That'll be, yes, satisfying to oh. the consumer. But 
you know, WWE has a lot of a lot of issues going on at the moment, and I don't know who's writing their stuff, but <laughs> they need some new writers. Yeah, but then that's the that's one of the things that kind of um, that kind of messes things up is because you if you get a new writer and that writer or you know the person that conducts all that <clears throat> together um, is not the same doesn't have the same partnership with Vince. How does that work? Because Vince kind of like controls everything. Like we've seen it happen multiple times, like with different wrestlers. So you, whatever writer you have, if they don't do it the way Vince wants it, like how does that look? You know what I'm saying? That that person could be an awesome writer, but if the boss don't like it, it, it probably might not happen. So. Well, Vince, Vince has done his share well of experimenting because at one point he had uh, Freddie Prince Jr. from uh, I Know What You Did Last Summer writing on SmackDown. Yeah, and, and look how that turned out. There is no SmackDown. Like, well, no, there's there, no SmackDown. It's, it's, but it's not, like, literally, is there yeah. really a, like, as big as it was before? I don't, I, I really don't think so. I'd say, I, I'd agree with that. I mean, well, I'd say it for Raw mostly because I'm just so disappointed with Raw now. You remember how you used to be so excited when you were, like, it's Monday and Raw's coming on tonight at nine o'clock. Like mm-hmm. the excitement you got, just Raw is war is coming on. Now nah, I'm telling you, I used to I used to be outside straight after school on the Monday, and then all of a sudden I already knew once that sun was coming down, I I'm running to the house and I'm watching Smack, like I'm watching Raw, you know what I mean? So yeah. trust me, I I, I understand. It's just now it's just different. There's so many things for for people to watch on TV now. There's TV shows, they're hooked on the Hulu, uh, Netflix, all that stuff. Like some of the people that were wrestling fans for a long time, they they've gotten to experience other things, man. And that's that's what happens when you get your wrestlers doing shows and 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 movies. Now that some of those diehard fans go to something else. Yeah. Um, and they got these guys doing a bunch of house shows, regular shows, all types of stuff. So these guys are, are, are fairly busy in their scheduling and stuff, man. So, um, yeah, I, I think the product's gotten diluted. Um, it's so bad. Raw is so bad. It's, it's terrible. Um, but do you guys think it's because of the era that we're in that they're forced to be so PG or do you think no, it's I, created? I, 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 I think, to be honest with you, there's other there's other wrestling shows I can watch. Like, isn't there like the AEW or something yeah. like that? Um, they're, they're good. What, TNA, I think it is, if I'm not mistaken. You don't want to watch TNA. But, but what I'm saying is yeah. there's other things to watch now. Yeah, yeah, like, no, there is, yeah. Even back then, you had the ECW, um, WCW, WCW, but that was on a different night sometimes. So, like, I didn't, I didn't really care to watch the, those other um, wrestlers or wrestling shows. But mm-hmm. like now, I can. I, AEW sounds pretty good to me. Like the way it, it I did a couple commercials, I actually saw a couple of episodes, and I I thought it was really really good. But yeah. Once again, if I'm not really in tune with watching wrestling like how I was, I, I, I probably would watch it a little bit more if I was more in tune. But I, I'm not. I, I distance. I distance myself from that a long time ago. So yeah, I understand. All right, so uh, let's get into something that you're really in tune with: rap music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can get into it. Yes, sir. Um, first and foremost. Favorite all-time rapper? <laughs> um, if Dane anybody, Michael Carter Jr. <laughs> if anybody knows me, um, they'll know that I'm going to pick Lil Wayne any given time. Like, back then Lil Wayne, now Lil Wayne, yeah, it doesn't even matter. So you're still rocking with Wayne now, too? To this day. To this day! Because I've seen it from day one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, why do you think, why is Wayne your favorite rapper? Um, I think 
I think I have a thing where I root for the the underdog a lot. Um, I, I always root for the the person that has the passion. Okay. They, they steady, keep working, working, working to get where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of live my life like that. Like, whenever people doubt me, I'm gonna try to figure it out. Like, why I'm not getting where I need to be and stuff like that. Okay. Or certain things and. I've seen that with um, Wayne and I've seen that with Kobe Bryant. So um, those are two of the like people I looked up to growing up. So yeah. RP Kobe. Word. Rest in peace, Kobe. Word. Um, is Wayne top five in your opinion? Even though he's your favorite rapper, is Wayne top five in your opinion all time? Um, Me being biased, yes. Me not being biased. Bias, probably not. Okay, he's probably, probably not. <laughs> he's, Who's your top he's, five? He's, uh, I'm gonna go with Hove, Nas, Big Pop, and I'm probably gonna throw in Jadakiss. Jada as a sub. Is it? Is it? Is it a toss between Jadakiss and and I would probably say DMX. Okay, but that's a solid yeah. list of, of a top five. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not mad at that at all. Fun. Yeah, Who's in your top five? Well, oh, 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 I'm down. So I can I can I call you by what I actually call you? <laughs> Who's that? Me? Yeah. You call me whatever you want. I'm matter. no. I'm just saying. I'm like. I was like. I want to be like. Hey, smooth. So Josh. Um. So you said you got Kiss as your five or DMX. Yeah. That's his, uh, that, that was your sub that's, or your fifth? That's not me being biased for yeah. Wayne. Yeah, yeah, because if you're biased, Wayne is number one. Um, no, I, I didn't have it in like an order order, but those are my top five. Okay, like, okay. we go like number wise, I would probably say Nas, Jay Z, Little Wayne. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I respect Nas way too much to to not put him number one. I, I, I had Nas in that battle. With okay. Jay Z a long time ago, so yeah. Okay. Me too. Yes, definitely. You got to. That was that was crazy. <laughs> Ether, listen, man. Ether is a <laughs> is legendary. That's a it legendary was, track. It was a different time, man. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, we don't get we don't get that authenticity anymore. Like rap, wrestling, however you want to look at it, it's, it's not like back then. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, nah, I feel you on that. Um, my five, you know, I, I don't have, I don't think I have anybody top five. I don't think I have anybody from like today's rap in my five. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, That's surprising. Yes, yeah, I know, I know, because I really want to put. I've but... had my, I had my friend tell me today. Shout out to my bro David. Um, he said Cole eventually will be top five. As he will. Well, Wait, yeah, but you saying for right now you don't have anybody, but essentially he's he's a rapper from right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I say he will, but I don't know, man. I got to think about this because that's, <laughs> that's why. And I looked at it, I said, "Wait a minute!" But then I had to, I had to sit down and think. Um, J Cole still got some time left. Yeah, he, he definitely can um, change things up and and definitely put in that work to get to number one, yeah. or to be in that conversation of top five um but it's going to be really difficult uh, i'll tell you that it's just it's hard because of who i who i think about when i think of my top five like i think of Pac, mm-hmm. i think of old i think of nas i think of big like that's a four right there that's like yeah that's i need to four. those four that fifth one is tough that's yeah what the I'm fifth saying. one is the really the tough one and you know um um, and there's a lot of people I want to put in there. Uh, you know, spot. Yeah. I think of I think of big pun, and respectfully, they all deserve that fifth. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the hard thing about having a top five or whatever is at some point in time you're gonna have to make a tough decision for yourself. Not even judging the next person's top five It's just you thinking like, oh my god, like. Did I forget this person? Oh my God! Yeah. I did forget this person? Like, yeah, it's it's hard, man. I mean, that those it, everybody, most people's top fives have 
those four people, which is Pac, Big, Hove, Nas. That's most people's yeah. four out of the five. And there's always that fifth. And there's just a lot of people that want to put in that fifth. You got, you know, we, like I said, we got Big Pun that I think about. I think of Andre 3000. Um, I think of 50 Cent. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I feel like a lot of artists have once again, and this is going back into like the wrestling. A lot of great rappers had a moment, but I don't think they have the longevity. And and you can, if you go solely based off of longevity, then you can take Pac and Big out because yeah. unfortunately, because unfortunately, of yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And then you can throw whoever you want, but then again, like. Those are two great. Those are two greats, and those are two legends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you can't just take them out because of longevity. So that's why I said, depending on how you view your top five, is is what makes it different. Yeah. It, my problem with it too is that I can't. I don't feel comfortable putting Cole in there and not putting Pac and Nas because if it wasn't for Pac and Nas, there is no J Cole. He said he stated himself; those are his mm-hmm. two inspirations. And as an Eminem, that's another one. Five. Yeah, could be Eminem. Could be a top five. Yep. Yeah, that's that is true. Um, X. X. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, in terms of longevity, doesn't Drake deserve a spot? The boy been on top of the game for a long time. Well, he just got Artist of the Decade. So shout out to Drake. Um, He's been on top of the game for a very long time. Yeah, I mean. Because you say top five rapper, and I don't really consider him a rapper. I consider him an artist. Okay. So um, if you said top five artist, then I'd definitely put Drake probably number one, number two, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it all depends on how you look at it. Now, if you go by solely off the rapper, maybe uh, top 15, definitely top 10, um, depending on how you view your um, top your however you dissect that um but i think drake's situation is a little different um because he's had moments where you can tell like he's gotten a push from certain people yeah um a lot of these artists that were naming they got it from the mud they they had to figure it out Mm -hmm. early in the rap game this is drake with all the the needs that he needs like he had the machine behind him. Jay Z didn't have the machine behind him. Jay Z created the machine. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, um, when you when you have legends that create these things, it makes it easier for somebody like a Wayne or somebody like a Drake. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not Wayne so much, but definitely Drake. So. Understood. Understood. And if we talk in longevity, I think Wayne deserves a spot in the top 10 somewhere as well, because he was on top for for a long time too. I didn't see a fall off ever coming. Um, I mean, can we really even say he fell off really? I mean, he's just different. Yeah, I mean, what's falling off to you though? Hmm, that's that's a good question too. He's still selling, he's still selling albums. Yeah, he's still some, selling records. Um, some people some people just fall out of love with the game, man. Like some yeah. people have legal issues that they can't speak of. Some people, um, you know what I mean? It's just so many different things. So like when, when people be like, yo, Wayne fell off, I'm like, he's expressed already. He's made like two mixtapes saying that he's in, he's in a situation that he can't get out of. Like, that's why he's making mixtapes. Cause he needs to, he can't make albums, guys. <laughs> like, if he really wanted to, he's, he can't. He's He stated that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So um, every artist has their own situation. And whether people like it or not, it's like, hey, I don't I don't really, as an artist, I don't really have to make music for you. You know what I'm saying? But I do it because it's something that I enjoy doing. And I, as an artist, I hoped that you would appreciate it. And if you don't, then I'll just find somebody else that enjoys my music. Like, it doesn't have to be for you, so. Big facts. Yeah, I even feel like with Wayne, I feel like Wayne, he's at a he's at a stage in his career that he's like, bro, like, what do y'all want me to do? Like, I have nothing left to prove. I've done everything. I've got, I got Grammys. I've sold albums. Like, you know what I mean? And he's, well, 1.5 first week for the Carter Three. Yeah. Like, I've done everything. Um... The the thing about Wayne is funny because like um 
there there was a track uh i think it was on carter two he's he said at the end of the track best rapper alive yeah and people was like whoa this dude is bugging this is the time where jay-z is on top of his game eminem is like teetering on top of the game just with jay and they like and then and he said um i'm the best rapper alive since the best rapper retired and both artists said they was eminem and jay-z said they was retiring um so it was just interesting when people was just like yo he's bugging he's bugging and then probably like two three years later the, everybody was saying yo he's one of the best rappers alive and yeah when you see stuff like that happen it's just like you you gotta respect it now like if you don't respect it from this day on like you just either not a fan of him or just not a fan of the artistry so yeah now i remember when that was going on and him and jay were kind of bickering i would say um, yeah they had a squabble yeah i remember when that was going on it was good for the game though i mean watching those legends kind of spar a little bit and that's what it's about man it's competitive nature if you don't and that's what the the game lacks now is everybody's a little too buddy buddy and then they realize that they're not really friends you know what i'm saying they're just doing business moves and um it's not like competitive anymore like yeah certain artists they they can't do certain songs with certain people like that's kind of corny man or they don't they can't make a this or like a reference track because automatically it's a problem like nah when was it ever a problem back in the day like as long as no bloodshed happens like should be good yeah yeah there there isn't that that competitive sparring anymore like you said i mean a lot of rappers are very sensitive about everything about their craft and if you tell them that they you know like oh your shit is garbage like niggas is like oh well i'm gonna go kill myself then you know like <laughs> yeah like uh, it's it like that is going on, now, man. So it well, is different. Yeah. Um. Well, speaking of talking about today's era, who 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 do you go to? Who's your go to in today's era of rap? After like the, to be honest with you, after like the Young Money era and all that stuff, um, I never, I I barely like listen to rap, rap, like like the hard rap i'll mm-hmm. get a glimpse of it here and there and i have some artists that i like like i i could listen to a little dirk i could listen to a little baby um future little uzi here and there but after that it, it's kind of slow i just started like downloading um a lot of the of money bag yo just to, to get in tune um i like all his new stuff but i just didn't know like his music from back then so okay um, just trying to catch up with that um and that's to be honest that's about it like you, some artists are there and then they're not there and that's that's what i mean about the game now it's not as consistent or it's not as thorough as it was back then mm-hmm. well what about what's your opinion on kendrick lamar um kendrick lamar is dope i i, I didn't learn about him really until good kid mad city to be honest with you i was still in the you know, like i said i was still in the young money cash money phase mm-hmm. so i wasn't really listening i didn't care about the underground underground um artists like that anymore mm-hmm. um and after good good whatever his album is called whatever <laughs> good kid um, mad city yeah, yeah. <laughs> um after that like I didn't I I didn't stop listening to him. I, I just didn't relate to the music that he was playing out. So okay. like yeah, like he's cool and all like he's dope. He's a dope artist. Like he can rap. He can really rap. Mm-hmm. But I, I just that's just not my style of rap. So Okay. What do you feel about like mumble rappers like the Migos and um Blueface and all those guys? What's your opinion on them? I don't like Blueface. <laughs> like um but Migos is cool. Um I can I can listen to like Coaches too is like one of my favorite albums from them. Um Quavo to me is I like to me one of the best out of the Migos, but um 
as a group, I feel like Takeoff is pretty dope too. He has his moments and mm-hmm. Offset as well. I just feel like sometimes they should do a little bit more solo because um, I, I want to hear some Offset by himself yeah. sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has good he has good um, features and um, yeah. he 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 can actually make songs too. So I I just be confused sometimes as to why he does it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think I think out of the three of them, when they had dropped them solo project, I think Offset had the best solo album out of all of them. Um, I feel like Quavo's was predictable and yeah, I mean, because Quavo's more of like the the pop popish kind of or like yeah. you know he's going straight for hits. He's not trying to go deep with his music or anything it's, like that. It's crazy because Offset had he had he had the bigger hits from his album. You know, he had uh, um, the song with Cardi. Uh, well, I can't think of the song because I'm so upset because that song is hard. But um, he has a song with Cardi that was the super hit. Yeah, Clout. Yeah. Oh, do it. He had oh, yeah, that yeah. one. And he had the, what's the mm-hmm. Red Room? Um, I have, that, was a, that was a good album. I just think, like I said, is if you're not the main guy, the, the label, I feel, won't push you. Yeah. And he's not. Quavo, to be honest, like he's not gonna give you hit after hit after hit after hit. It's just not gonna happen with Offset. So Meet he up. can hit hits. It's just you're gonna have to give him like a lot of features, and sometimes I mean, that doesn't go. Biased. So I'm biased, but you know, Offset's the one that got the cold feature too. You know, he got co out the you know cold. He got co out the crib to, to you know what I mean. And got the cold feature. Yeah, I mean to to be honest with you, J Cole has has always done that though nah. like he's always been that guy to to um he'll pop up isn't it? he doesn't do it all the time but he'll pop up like you'll see him on a 21 savage song in here and there like that's when he was going through his feature era he, he was doing he was doing with everybody he was at that time he was where he had a yeah, song he had, bag. Get, he had to get put on the only thing is j cole just don't put features on his album <laughs> and that's what <laughs> that's that's the smart way to go if you really like dedicated to your to your creation like or to your to your art you don't want other people to be a part of that sometimes you want to be the one to say hey this is what I was like really thinking nobody should really have my thoughts when I'm trying to create this so did y'all catch the uh documentary he released for the uh fallout uh, awesome. I think I I almost finished it. It was really good. I, I, I'm excited to see to see what he does on this project. Um, to be honest with you, every album just sounds different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And I just want to see what how how this one sounds. And I think that's what's dope about artists like J Cole. Like they can switch it up here and there. You know what I'm saying. I, I, I don't know what I'm gonna get from this album, and that's what I like. To that's what I want to feel when having a anticipate an album so yeah. yes sir um he had me hyped today with that freestyle oh yeah that freestyle um it was lit it was lit Bodied. uh do you anticipate this being his best work i've seen a lot of his peers saying that this is going to be his best work do um, you anticipate this is his best work if uh, i mean i i i would hope so i mean i don't know what what Yes, this possibly can be his best work, right? Um, somebody like Wayne, he's he feels like anything he drops is his best work. So, who am I to tell J. Cole, yo, your last album wasn't your best album? Like, if he felt that way, then that's his best album. Like, um, I I like Forest Hill Drive, um, Born Center. Where do I rate some of his albums? I, is that's a little difficult for me because I, I I like him for different reasons. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, hopefully he 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 gets to that point where this will be his classic album and and he can just seems like he doesn't really care about the music as much because about to go play ball in Africa or something <laughs> like that. Yo, that's uh that another thing I was gonna get to about that like. He's going to go play ball in Africa. He has his family. He has Puma hoops, all types of stuff that he's focusing on. 
you know, how much time has really been put into this album? How has he been working on this album the past three, four years since um the last one? KOD, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um I feel like he's he he in between he's made music, so it's not like it's it's not like this is something like he hasn't done in a long time. Yeah. He's made songs, it's just a matter of his his own project and yeah, we haven't really heard like uh, an actual album from him from a little while, but he's still active. I think I, I just think he's not as active as we want him to be. Yeah, and that's what that's what sucks about this day and age. Is like an album, a a good or a decent album comes out every Friday, because artists are are making so much music now, like so fast that you're like, all right. We're still waiting for Drake, and he was supposed to come out in January. Like, yeah. When was know? his last album? When was Scorpion? Twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen. Yeah. Wow. To be and honest, we, and we yeah, was feeling for, and we was feeling for, for, you know, this this album until it didn't come out. Like now, I don't really care if it comes out or not. Like, yeah. So. Um. Especially not right now, because you know it comes out Friday. Yeah. Cold world all season. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm I won't be surprised that he drops this Friday. He drops with Cole. He don't want that smoke. I'm listen, it'll well, be fun. All I'm gonna say is all I'm gonna say is this, right? Drake doesn't lose anything. He He's doesn't lose. <laughs> no, what I'm what I'm trying to say is even if he lost to J. Cole, he's not gonna lose. Like he's he's already established like yeah. he's gonna be that artist that's just he's gonna make his numbers especially if it's a surprise drop come on man any artist that's big as drake a rihanna a jay-z a beyonce when they just drop like randomly that album goes off that's probably one of their best albums at that time so. that's true and then drake got the merch to go with it like i remember when he dropped the uh the certified lover boy merch I thought the album was coming out like in two weeks. That's what, I'm, what I'm saying is like you don't doesn't really matter for for Drake at at this point. J Cole he has to do stuff like this though. You know what I'm saying? He has to drop a a single right a week before. He has to come up with a documentary. Nobody's have nobody's really seen him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Drake is still active. He's still here and there. Like he's. Even if he's not on social media, he's on TV, he's doing something. You know what I'm saying? So, and that's what I think. That's the curse of Drake, because I feel like with Drake, he doesn't. We were talking about it, uh, episode three. I was like, I don't. Drake doesn't give you even give you the opportunity to like to miss him to want new music. You know what I mean? Like people like Cole and Kendrick, he's cleaning for those albums because we haven't, like you said, we haven't seen, we haven't heard from them or seen from them at all. Especially Kendrick. You know, Kendrick hasn't really dropped anything since the Black Panther album, the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, other than that, we haven't really seen or heard from Kendrick. You know what I mean? They was hyped to see Kendrick at a protest for Black Lives Matter just because, oh my God, Kendrick is outside his house. You know what I yeah. mean? So it's like I feel like with Drake, he just he saturated his himself to the point that if he did drop, if he did did decide to drop the same day as Cole, he wouldn't be the first person you listen to. I mean, for most people, anyways, he they they're gonna they're gonna lean into. They're gonna go into oh, the rap first and then they because they already know what they're gonna get from Drake. And that's yeah. but from what I and this is just you know what I've heard that this album is straight rap. Like the whole title certified lover boy is like a to throw you off type yeah. of thing. Okay. That's what a I heard. I huh? A smoke screen, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, that's what I heard. I don't know if it's true or not, but if it is true and he goes straight crazy on all these like rap kind of songs that we, you know, love from Drake so much, I think that can possibly be something where it's in the discussion who had the better album. And I think Drake is playing that to his advantage right now. All right. You think J. Cole's going to kill it right now, but you forgot I'm dropping too. Yeah. And like I said, if he does it and, and it works, in his favor, what what can you really say now? Like, do you still not call him the GOAT? Like, um, I mean, 
I personally am a fan of both sides of Drake, rap and artists singing side, because I feel like you need a little bit of both to, you know, keep keep the thing going, to switch it up, to evolve. In my that's how I feel about it. Like, Drake can do that. Um, not every artist can do that, but I think Drake can do that specifically. I think the next artist that can do something like that is Future. Whew. Oh man, we can get into a very long talk about future and his yeah. <laughs> decline, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, um I, I I don't know if the right word is decline. I think he's playing around with what's going on. Um, future can can drop an album and may not get a bigger buzz than a compilation album that he has with a little Uzi Vert or. Yeah. Young Thug. So he's, like I said, he's just one of those artists that likes to play around with the sound. And once he finds that sound, then he, you can tell, like, he gravitates to it and, and does what he wants to do with it. So. I'm, I'm, tired of, I mean, I'm tired of Future playing my intelligence, bro. I'm tired of him <laughs> not even using words. Like, the, he's, like, he's been dropping mad songs that he's not, he's just doing sound effects. He's not rapping. Like, that song that he has with Lil Yachty, he literally whistled almost his whole verse. Like, you know what it is like does, does he really have to rap which is sad because it's like yo futures be like yo what sound effects should i do for this one they still gonna listen you know what i mean like like yo. he's just so melodic and and it just it, it gravitates bro like it just a lot of people just get sucked in with the whole melodic and the the beats are crazy like it's it's hard to like not have to hear him he's on the radio almost 24 7 so that's true that's yeah. true agreed uh well gentlemen we've been at this for quite some time right now yes um, yes <laughs> smooth i appreciate you man coming out um thank you so much for being the very <laughs> first guest on wrestling the rap game podcast um well, this has been fun been glad to get your insights on everything um, appreciate you guys man and um i wish you guys the best of luck um i know this isn't an easy thing having a conversation with just random people i've started doing this a year ago so i know how that goes um and like i said man i wish you guys the best of luck and keep doing yeah man yes sir appreciate give that me, give me your socials um j smooth so j underscore s m o o v um underscore 88 so you or you can catch me on um at the warm up at the underscore warm up show or highlight music group on IG. Yes, sir. Uh every Thursday, seven to ten PM, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, highlight music uh, group app, download that HMG app, um, warm up show, DJ De Niro, J Smooth, check them out. They be shout out to DJ De Niro, man. Yes, sir. We, yeah. In there tomorrow night. So if y'all want to tap in, man, just just hit us up. We got you. Oh, well, you know what? We we got we can spare a few more minutes, man. Tell us tell us about the warm up show, man. Tell us about the warm up show. Tell us about what you do. Actually, we can spare a few minutes. <laughs> um, I'm basically a host on this show. Um, my my guy DJ De Niro. Um, it's kind of like if you're listening to the radio, basically. Um, it's a radio app. Um, it's basically each night you have different uh, DJs. Um, they have their own set. Um, they play from the latest of the music. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Hello? Um, yeah, yeah, we're there. Um, they'll play the latest. Um, they'll play some old school music um, depending on what their night is looking like. Um, our show is dedicated to um, throwbacks. Um, we basically start our throwback hour at 9 p.m. and we played nothing but um, the, the good joints from uh, early 2000, um, 90s. Sometimes we go into the 80s with it. You know what I mean? And it can go into hip hop, R&B. We, we play a little bit of reggaeton. We play some merengue, salsa, whatever you guys want to hear. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's <laughs> It's dope, man. Um, just tune in, and we got something special for you guys, man. Definitely. Word, word, word. I appreciate that. 
and I'm sure the fans appreciate that plug. Yes, sir. You already now go make sure y'all go download this. All right. Listen, man, we got we had a thousand viewers for for, for episode one. So I want to see a thousand people on the HMG app. <laughs> sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. That's that's first episode, second episode. That's that's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So keep doing your thing, man. We appreciate it. Thank you. You're ready. All right. This has been Wrestling the Rap Game. Uh, fans, make sure y'all like, share, subscribe, comment, do all that. Just show show uh, everyone some love. Uh, takes nothing, man. It takes nothing. Um, and once again, we really appreciate y'all. Thank you. You're ready. All right, y'all. Peace. Oh.